Welcome back to another episode of the 100k Freelancer Club podcast. Joining me in today's episode is a very special guest. He is a man that's built himself multiple income streams to support himself in his freelance and self-employment journey. He is a successful social media influencer with a very popular page on Instagram and a YouTube channel whilst also managing property investment and renovation. He's also a four times Ironman runner, which to me just blows my mind. So we'll definitely be asking him some questions um, about that as we get into it. But without further ado, I'd like to welcome Jordan Carter onto the podcast. And uh, by coincidence, we actually live right next to each other. Or when I was back in the UK, we lived right near uh, to each other, sharing that childhood in the city of Bath. Well, yeah. I, I always say, this is, this is the thing for me, is I always say I'm from Bath. When I go abroad, Everyone's like, oh, where are you from? And I just say there instead of Melksham because nobody nobody actually knows where Melksham is. But yeah, how, how are you doing today? I'm all good. Um, thanks for inviting me on and, you know, ask away. Yeah, awesome. So today I just wanted to um, sort of jump into the life of Jordan, explore your journey and see if we can get, you know, some really good insights for our freelancers and if they can take away as much information as they can on how to live a similar lifestyle um, to you, because at the moment as well, you're living quite quite the lifestyle with um, uh, with Instagram, right? I know a lot of people are using yeah. Instagram to sort of, you know, flash about you know their lifestyle and what they're doing and stuff like that. But yours seems to be a really sort of authentic take on life with none of the BS, if I if I say so myself. That's good. It comes across that way because that's how I want to portray it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's definitely not easy with four kids uh yeah it's manic so that's how it is you know yeah i'm going to come across to the family aspect in a second but the okay. first thing i want to ask is how did you get started in freelancing so was it something that just gradually occurred or was it one day you quit the nine till five and just said, okay, I'm going to make my own revenue streams here. I'm going to do it now and go. Or was it you started earning a few little bits here and there and just thought, okay, I could improve on this. I could get more and more. And then that got to a point where you took the leap of faith or yeah. How did that come about for you? Yeah. So probably the later, um, basically of earning a bit extra on the side. And then I thought, do you know what? I'm just going to go for it. And and I'm sure I'll make. I like to work hard. So if you work hard, you're gonna make. You know, you're gonna make it work. Yeah, exactly. One hundred percent. Do you want us to give us a, a brief introduction um, to what it is you do? Hmm. So how can I put it simply? Uh, I earn income from different. So online but also from property and my wife is quite a big YouTube Instagrammer as well. So as a combined kind of income between us, we like make it work basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. I mean, just before this podcast as well, we were chatting about how like you've created sort of mo a multiple 
revenue stream for yourself so you're not dependent on that one income stream so even even some of our freelancers that listen to this podcast that that are part of the 100k freelancer club they might just for example be a graphic designer working exclusively on graphic designs um, and they have that one source of income which is that graphic design but in your case uh, you have a very successful um, instagram and youtube page which you make um, ad revenue from and i'm assuming some sort of you know affiliate marketing in brand deals from um, as well you're uh, investing in renovating uh, properties um, as well and then you're also doing some uh, freelance work as well with your brother's company which involves you know landscaping uh, and freelancing on the houses that's correct no yeah correct yeah absolutely correct yeah and lucy also has i forgot to mention she's got a clothing uh a clothing line like um matching mum and kids kind of clothing line that we've explored into as well oh nice and lucy's yeah. your wife my wife yeah that's yeah correct. and that's um so it sounds as well like she's um you know in the in the freelance the entrepreneurship field um, and she's working on growing her you know, Instagram and, and yeah, YouTube yeah. pages and just working as a self-employed person. Um, so both of you in the same household and, and as a couple, do you yeah. work towards your business goals together? Like I know couples share their successes, but is this something that you, you're actively working on together? So you're helping her with you know, business plans and helping her yeah. come up with content ideas and vice versa for you? We work, yeah, we do work together and having four children, I definitely got to, you know, kind of like, if she needs help filming or something, I've got to, you know, go and help her do that. Or if I need help filming, she'll help me. You know, we just got to work each week uh, depending on what content she's got, etc. Yeah. Okay, cool. And I think that that's something that we've never had here on the on the podcast no. is the family aspect of it. So, I mean, yeah. there is in, in the work that we do, there is I, I want to say I, I want to say a little level of uncertainty, but there is a lot of uncertainty okay. in income and how much you're going to earn and how good the next month's going to be. How how do you guys actually manage that as um, as a family? So that's similar. We don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's not a set income, so. We just go month by month and uh, always make sure we've got a bit of savings so that if there was a month where, you know, it was low, we could still pay the mortgage, etc. And I've always lived um, within my means. So I knew what I used to earn. Um, so that's like my baseline earner. And I know that if, say, the work stopped tomorrow, I could literally go out, get a job, machine driving and I'll pay the bills and yeah. there's plenty of machine driving jobs around um, so you know I could go and I'd happily go and do that and I could pay everything it wouldn't be a problem so I'm never in a situation where I think blimey you know I've got to pay this bills next month like how the heck am I going to pay this yeah you know, exactly within your means kind of thing um, to an ultimate goal of like a passive income that will pay my pay my bills and then anything on top will be like bonuses yeah and does that that sort of plan b that you can always go back to other types of work is does that give you a lot of peace of mind yeah uh i'm you know i'm never worried that i'm not going to get work because if you're in my eyes if you're a hard worker and you're happy to go and do anything there will be jobs for you to do so you know yeah you just you just gotta suck it up and 
you might not like the job <laughs> like but if you go and do it and it pays the bills then you can sort yourself out like that's fine but obviously I got to a point where I just took the leap of faith um, and just went on my own basically yeah exactly and you said before that you were working five so let me just get this correct you were working five in the morning yeah, until 5, 5 p.m on the day job yeah to so get up at five and get home basically at five thirty pretty much every day and do saturdays as well sometimes yeah, yeah. i mean yeah that is ultra intense ultra intense. yeah that is it was long long hours so was, the long hours thing don't doesn't bother me anymore like you know yeah um, it's more about flexibility that i like yeah exactly and was that something that pushed you into more of like the business entrepreneurship freelance world those really long hours and it must have been really tough or just did that not even bother you back then no that didn't that didn't bother me as such i just to be fair like looking back uh i would have actually gone for it sooner like i would have gone and done my own thing sooner i think yeah you know but that's all in hindsight kind of thing um yeah, so. exactly. What makes you say that though? Is it? Did you feel like you would be further along in your own endeavors now if you would have started sooner? Yeah, yeah, I definitely think I would have. I probably, in my head, I would have had at least you know, two, three, four houses that I could rely on like a passive income by now. Yeah, um, but I'm only thirty-four, so you know, got plenty of time. Yeah, exactly. And, that- and before this, like, there's nothing I haven't not done that I wanted to do. I've done everything I wanted to do so yeah exactly is that something that you would say to the freelancers listening is that get yourself to a certain point um of you know making enough money to pay the bills but take the leap of faith as soon as possible yeah I definitely think like don't worry about all the flash cars you know the massive house all that you know that that can come later if you you're successful you've got to maybe go bit backwards first to then go forward kind of thing yeah do you know what i mean so if you get set in this lifestyle like oh every month i've got x amount coming in you know it's easy i can pay for this pay for this but then as soon as you become kind of self-employed you haven't got that security so you're not in that same kind of mindset you like you know you've got to go out and you've got to get the work you've got to kind of find more work and then if you want you know you want to go on holiday or something then you've got to get the money for that you're not going to get paid when you're on holiday unless you have some sort of online business yeah so, yeah yeah exactly i mean I, this was going to tie into a question that i was going to ask you but um it basically it sounds like you're really comfortable in your own ability to produce like income even if some of your income streams might fail one month for example and yeah. what i was going to say is for like I, i'm on i think i'm in the exact same mindset as you like my lifestyle is absolute bare bones minimum like yeah. i i travel a lot so it kind of looks cool on my instagram and stuff like that you'll yeah. see me to different places but like i'm crashing at a friend's house in mallorca i'm you know going to a mate's house here it's not like i'm paying loads of money to go to these fancy hotels and stuff i just have a really good network of friends which i've built up over years and for me i mean i'm i'm in a different situation to you whereas i'm just uh, an individual i don't have a family i don't really have any responsibilities so i could literally blow all of my money on terrible investments and just you know 
buying a load of NFTs and stuff like that. I could hit absolute zero in my bank account yeah. and there would be no real consequence. But for yeah. you, I feel like, you know, with, with a family and like something to support, um, uh-huh. that's not really an option for you. Does that, does that ever cross your mind? Um, so the way I did it, I didn't ever overstretch myself. So I, I never got to a point where like, like I had huge outgoings. Do you see what I mean? Even though I've yeah. got family, I've got, you know, food, etc. I could always, um, I live in, let's say, how, how, how would I put it? I live within my means kind of thing. Yeah, I mean? exactly. Yeah, you don't I'm, buy unnecessary yeah, luxury no, goods. You're, like, you're not shopping in Gucci, even though nah, you could afford I mean. to, like, or things like that. My to- my aim is to have you know a passive income from my houses as rentals, and then everything else I do, you know, on top of that, can, if I want to go on holiday to either I could go to a cheap holiday and I still have the same experience as if I spend a lot on holiday. Like I've been on expensive holidays, I've been on cheaper holidays, same experience you know it doesn't really bother me that that kind of thing you still see it with your eyes and yeah exactly I, I think it's just like a, a business person's mentality yeah. like you you really value money differently and I think it's I don't think it's something that you're born with or something that you learn from you know textbooks or videos or something like that for me it comes from that first experience of when you buy something like your house in this case, for example, and then sell it for more money, you start then to see money like as a tool and everything you start spending money on, you start like, ah, like I could be using that for like, you know, investments. Sometimes it does like come to haunt me, you know, like my girlfriend might be moaning at me like, you haven't bought any new clothes in a year and a half, you know, sort of thing. And then she drags me to the shops, but it's just, you, you can see, the I don't want to say the power, but you can see like the influence of like what each small purchase could actually have yeah. on your life. And when you start living like that, it's you feel super comfortable, like not going out to you know super fancy restaurants or super you know expensive hotels and stuff like that. Because at the end of the day, you know the hotel you're just sleeping in a bed. It doesn't matter if it's a yeah. thousand euros a night or a hundred euros a night. It's That's just yeah, exactly. The the experience is going to be uh, more or less the same, and it gives you that ability, that freedom to invest into more. And in another thing that I I wanted to cover, which is a, a really interesting fact about yourself, is that you're a four times Ironman, which is something pretty incredible. Yeah, I know. I, I um, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I like to challenge myself, so I'm that kind of mindset you know yeah exactly and whether it's whether it's business whether it's fitness whether it's you know being the best dad i can like you know i'd like to be the top of the game if i if you know all have it my aim is to be the best i can yeah exactly no i I love that mindset and if you're going to do something do it 100 Mm percent and the reason why i bring up the iron man thing as well is because obviously that takes an insane amount of discipline to actually be able to train for it and actually be able to do it and uh, wow this is one micro question just inside of my question i want to ask you quick do you enjoy it like whilst you're actually 
in the Iron Man and it's hurting like hell. Are you enjoying yeah, no. that moment? No, no, definitely not enjoying it. No. <laughs> okay, Actually, okay. I recently did an ultra run, so I did a hundred kilometer run. Yeah. And like six hours in, I was just thinking, what on earth? <laughs> Why? What did I do this for? But I, there was never a point where I was going to give up. Yeah. Like, I would have kept running, you know, and I did keep running. Yeah. And, um, I've done a run, I did a, a another ultramarathon like quite a few years ago where it was 21 hours of running. And oh I my knew God. This run would be 12 hours. So I was like, well, I've done 24 hours, uh, 21 hours, done it. So I can do 12. It's just going to hurt for six hours. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was thinking there are points where you have like lows and you just think, what the heck? You know, oh, you're, you're, your body's like going, your mind's fighting against you know yourself yeah but you're not going to give up because you're just going to keep going that's my mindset obviously so you know everyone's different but i don't give up i just do it you know to best i can and if i literally couldn't walk because of i don't know for some reason then i couldn't do it but i make sure i tried to do it as best i could yeah exactly i mean there's a really um uh, famous expression i can't remember who says it off the top of my head but it's discipline equals freedom Mm -hmm. and I feel like well I want to ask you this question actually is that do you feel like your discipline has allowed you to become what you are today so not everybody has you know is able to grow uh, social media platforms like you have not everybody is able to move away from their you know stable jobs and you know and take these leaps of faith into investing into property and even now just speaking to you like your mindset that is like you don't have a worry in your mind that you're not going to make it or that you're not going to be you know successful or even just you're not going to have that revenue um do you, right. do you think it's your discipline that allows you to do that uh yeah to a point yeah i do i think that i've got in my mind i've got where i want to be uh and and that's my my aim whether it takes i don't know 10 years 15 years like i know where i want to be and I want that passive income that I can chill out a bit in life because I've obviously been so busy. But then I might get to that point and go, nah, I'm, I'm still ready to go to the next stage, do you know? Yeah. There's yeah. like an end point as such. There's just little goals along the way, like, oh, you know, bought, bought my first house, done that one. So that's my first goal. Next goal, uh, do something else, do you know? Yeah. But all the time, like, as I've got older, actually learn the value of maybe investing your money you make to make more money if you see what i mean yeah exactly yeah because otherwise if you look if i look back and see what i've not so much wasted because i you know had a good time went on holidays and all sorts but looking back i think now i could probably had definitely two houses and still had a good time because i just wasted more money yeah but I mean, all that comes from experience. Like, you know, yeah, we, we can all look experience. back and be like, oh, I yeah. should not have spent that money. Yeah, that is experience, definitely. So, <laughs> yeah. But it's how you learn. So that's how you learn. No, no 100%. And, and when you're on this journey, so you're saying you've got goals and set goals and you want to achieve yeah. this by then. 
do you feel in the same as what you were just describing with running in the ultra marathon and uh, the Ironmans? Do you feel like that comes in waves? So like at some points you're super motivated and you're feeling like you're doing really well working towards your goals. But yeah. in other points, do you ever have like slumps where you feel like, oh, what am I doing? Like, should I be doing this? Should I change? Yeah, definitely with everything. So even like content, you might have a couple months where you're kind of like, oh, what do I do? Like COVID was hard to film YouTube because yeah. you were in the house and you're thinking, well, you know, I just film another day in the house. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, do people really want to see that? You know, and and then the kids like having to um, homeschool them as well and edit and they're just running around. It's messy. It's just like, ah, oh, you know, this is uh, what, what we're going to do. You know, how, how long is it going to last? But then that's part of, you know, part of building your character, I suppose. Um, just getting on with it. Um, we've obviously started renovation. We've got a renovation page on Instagram as well. So, you know, that might create more work, but, or more interest. Yeah. Like, so that's another way of, um, it's not an income stream, but it might bring more people, you know, to see our content, etc yeah people along the way of this is our experience you know this is what you can do and that sounds like there you're combining two like two of the like the objectives that you have two of the missions or two of the revenue streams that you have the property and the instagram you're sort of yeah. combining the two in that case was that the plan um i don't know so on our first, on our last house lucy just started uploading you know or designed like a a room or whatever and then you know you get people comment oh I like that I like that style and then you just thought oh well why don't we do this as a page you know and, and I've definitely noticed Instagram's changed since I first started Instagram so it obviously evolves and there's different it, it just as you use Instagram more it changes um different content kind of thing or, yeah. or what you're looking at becomes different content maybe yeah so when i became a dad i was like well there's not many dads on here as such you know where's all the dads at so, yeah <laughs> yeah now there's, there's you know I've, I've talked to many dads on instagram and i follow them and stuff then obviously the property you get people interested in the property they're buying their first houses you know that's their next stage in their life you know and they might be searching for inspiration or whatever so yeah i think it just goes hand in hand with what people are doing in their lives to what you're doing maybe yeah exactly and you say that uh instagram's changed over the course of the time that you've been using it i mean yeah. how what what changes have you noticed that like directly affect you um maybe there's more there's more work on that i think since than when it first started because obviously um so you mean like more opportunities to make yeah, money yeah maybe marketing wasn't so instagrammy but yeah then, like they didn't think of instagram as a marketing platform but now it is a marketing platform i personally think it's really good because if your audience is interested in fitness you're interested in fitness and you get like a brand come at you with a new something fitness that you like uh, you can put it on there and then show other people what you like, you know. That I know there's people that obviously just take the money, which I don't like. Um, and you think, well, you're just, you know, chatting rubbish. 
Yeah. I'm not like that at all. I, I'd always like to use the product, uh, give it my honest opinion. Then let's say I've got it and I don't like it. I'll be like, nah, I'm not going to post this because I wouldn't use it myself. So, yeah. You know, But normally you don't get anything like that because they're obviously looking for the target audience and they, they know what you like and what you don't like. So you normally get stuff that works with it, you know, works with you kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Have you ever um, experienced or worked with anybody that uses Instagram to find clients? So to find business clients, more of a, a B2B market rather than like a B2B uh, market, which is what you probably work in right now. Uh, no, I haven't actually. Not, not what I know of. No. Yeah, I think it's an interesting one because obviously Instagram's more of a flashy front end sort of yeah. like more it more suits the B2C market, but at the moment I think what's happening as well is what I mean even from my experiences is that people use it to promote themselves and what they can do. So almost like a LinkedIn kind of place, but they're showing off, for example, if it's like a graphic designer, they're showing off their cool graphics yeah. um, and they're just reaching, you know, reaching people um, through those methods. Okay. But I mean, what we can take from like your experiences as well is that, you know, Instagram's now this platform, which it can be seen as like uh, a revenue stream. Like yeah. you can create a page or even a personal page around something that you are interested in or something that you're doing um, day to day and make revenue from that. I mean, when, when you started Instagram, was it a big adjustment to your life? So if you had the goal to make, you know, ad revenue or ho however, like affiliate marketing revenue from social platforms, did you have to adjust your life uh, at all or did you just film what was already happening? Yeah, so I, the way me and Lucy do it is film how we already lived. So we didn't have to change anything. Like, we went to Matalan, we shopped in Matalan, we filmed it. Yeah. It's pretty simple, you know. I went on a training run. I filmed my training run. Like, obviously there are different platforms, you know. There are different ways of using it, but we do it how we live. So yeah. That's our kind of style. Um is that what you would recommend to other people? So say there's freelancers listening today that they view, you know, they want to start an Instagram page or build up their own personal brand on Instagram to make revenue from Instagram. Mm -hmm. What would you say to them to be more authentic and just film what you're already doing, maybe in a creative light? Or do you think yeah. they should be, you know, looking at the data, trying to exaggerate some things to get more views, which um. may equal more money? It's hard to say. Like, I th obviously you've got to get you've got to get people interested. You know, it's how yeah. you get you know draw them in. But then being authentic, I think if you're hundred percent authentic and you really enjoy what you do, no matter how long it might take, you know, two years or five years, um, but that will that will come through to your audience. So they'll, they'll see if you're being fake. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But I can tell on Instagram that people are fake. And I'm just like, it annoys me actually. So I'm like, well, <laughs> why lie? Do you know what I mean? What, what's the point in lie? What have we got to gain? Oh, you get a bit of money for it. Okay. But, you know, the half sensible people know, you know, 
you're bullshitting basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and I'm, but I'm not one to go out there and call people out and oh, you know, start arguments. Like I'll just get. I haven't got time for that for starters. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll just get on and do what I'm doing. But hopefully, people will see it. Maybe I don't know. But then, it's that kind of world, isn't it? Like some unless you know what you're talking about you just go oh maybe he does know what he's on about do you see what I mean so yeah exactly like I feel like if you're good at something like you don't even need a script so per se to like to deliver the information that you want to say like you can just if you're good at it and passionate about it it just flows out rather than it's how you're driven so if you're like content creating creating driven and you just want to create good content forget about the money side of things like if your ultimate game is just money 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 then maybe you're doing it for the wrong thing um yeah maybe you'll get to a point where you don't actually enjoy it just like you know it's becoming another job as such that you don't like yeah exactly i think that's what we say to the freelancers here as well is that don't necessarily chase the money because if you yeah. don't like it and you don't enjoy it you're just going to drop off first you want to hone in and you know find those skills that you're good at and what you enjoy doing it and then once That's you've right. found it then start to monetize from it because it's like mm-hmm. i mean i think you know i was in that stage as well maybe like 10 years ago when youtube was you know super new and yeah. you know you like, oh you can make money from youtube I, I i was you know pretty young and just making youtube videos with my mates just with the aim literally we didn't enjoy making videos we just wanted to make money from it and then you know you put massive amounts of effort into it for a couple of months and yeah and then you're not you're not you're not getting these you know the financial goals that you you set and then there's nothing else that drives you so you just drop it and essentially you've wasted that period of time maybe youtubers think that you know, the, the little kids or whatever, see the gamers, they're like, ah, oh, it's easy. I'll just post some gaming clips up. It's not like that at all. You've got to, like, full-on work at it and expect nothing back for, I don't know. We we got, we didn't even get any money back for, like, two and a half years, I think. So we literally got no nothing for it for two. You should, Lucy just enjoyed doing it and creating content. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is the same thing. That one day we got a check and it was like ad revenue. I was like, oh, you know, this is actually an income stream. As a, you know, even if it's 50 quid, it's still 50 quid for doing something you enjoy. So, you know, and then it kind of grew from that. Exactly. And that feels so much better. Like, I bet you're ecstatic. You're probably, you know, (laughs) if you're in a job, you're you're getting your, you know, two, three K a month, whatever it is, but you get that $50 paycheck, like from that thing. More happy about that than the three K you're getting. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. You've earned it yourself. You know what I mean? You've made that and you've earned it yourself. Yeah. You've been there and done all the hard work for that. Yeah, Exactly. Like it's just yeah, it's, it's such an incredible feeling. It's the same thing that happened really here on 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 this podcast and this yeah. platform. Like we just started it as me and Niall as a as a conversation, uh-huh. um, and then it just grew into something more. It was never really about massive financial objectives. And then one day, um, you know, revenue starts coming in, a small yeah. little sponsorship here and there, and it's like oh wow, like we might get, you know, we had a, a little blue microphones sponsorship about a year ago yeah and um i think it's like you know 150 pound or something like that yeah. in the way that made me feel i was so excited yeah, so exactly. excited 
and it's just yeah it's, it's just a feeling that i think you know everybody should experience because it, if you're going out and just chasing the money and you want to start a youtube page just to make money and you hate making videos it's never going to work and yeah, you're just going to have dissatisfaction the whole time a lot of time like behind the scenes people just think you post these videos and that is yeah it's full on do you know what I mean? I'd say it's actually more, well, it's, it's definitely harder work than a nine to five because it's just constant, like, you've got to create content, you've got to enjoy creating content. Exactly. Like, yeah, there'll be Sundays where you're overwhelmed, you think, how the heck am I going to get this done with kids and all that? Then you look back and go, well, actually, we can do this job from anywhere pretty much. So let's not moan about it. Let's just get on. Yeah, well, yeah, there's pros and cons yeah. to everything, isn't there? And obviously, like you said, like the harder you work, Mm -hmm. the more like you're you're going to reap the benefits from that and going back again to the discipline thing if you've got the discipline to just keep going even when it does get tough and those moments where you might be editing at 12 o'clock at night but you you know your kids are out of bed shouting and screaming or whatever like it's just having that actual discipline to to keep going rather than just like ah you know i'm gonna this is too much sack it in just go back to a little comfy nine till five the comfort zone yeah exactly but then I think it's an even it's an even worse place to be as the comfort zone because your mind's just yeah you just get bored um, just in life in general and yeah I I wanted to ask you just one more question as well just about you know how you put how you plan to uh, progress as uh, you know your influencer side and revenue from influencing you signed to uh, the network Gleam. Yeah. Um, was that a decision made for revenue and growth purposes there? That was, they approached us actually, which was like, whoa, you know, this is a huge talent agency in London. We're just out here in Wiltshire. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, wow. Okay, let's go meet them, see what they want to say. Yeah. So yeah, it's just because they were like, you know, we love what you do. You know, you've got family four. Um, family content like Jordan you love your fitness you know I think we could have work together and I was like well well yeah let's, let's go for it why not you know they've been brilliant to be fair so yeah it does help because there's a lot of I mean it would take probably a day a week of my time up if I had to do all the paperwork and stuff probably more to be fair like to and from and with brands um, emails back and forth you know all that kind of stuff that yeah at the end of the day you're there to create the content and you know either help others or inspire others so yeah exactly and yeah, I, I that's, th- that's your main goal I, I think a lot of freelancers get lost in that because as like in any field if you start your own endeavor business freelancing whatever it is you adopt everything that there is to do yeah. with business. So then you have to do, you know, the finding the clients, the doing the contracts, That's the right. doing your taxes and stuff like that. So I think what you want to do is you want to be, you want to get yourself into a situation like yours where you can hand off the parts of the business that you don't like and enjoy to another party, even if they're taking commission or you have to pay them X amount a month to leave you that energy which will then like turn into motivation as well to do the stuff that you actually like doing. Yeah, because you've got a, it's kind of another, so like obviously you, you have your full-time nine to five, then you you might earn half of what you earn a month, you know, or, or it might over, you know, it might overtake what you earn a month. Then you think, wow, it's time to leave now and do my own thing. 
then you get to another point where you, you you're so busy um you maxed out and you're like how do i get to the next stage well i've got to dedicate you know a bit more time to you know editing and creating my content or I yeah know, clothing line um, you know creating more clothes or stuff like that so then you've got to delegate you know a space for someone else to do something else yeah because that, by know, them to do that. by gleam coming in and taking up you say a day and like freeing a day and a half of your time Pretty that's much. surely going to allow you to create better content to focus more to think more to plan more on the content that you want to actually produce and create yeah definitely then obviously when you have meat you know obviously it was covid um last year so you couldn't really go and meet brands and but that's all opening up now so it's becoming you know more trips um going to work with the brands creating more stuff so yeah it's just getting back on track now basically yeah oh <laughs> nice one yeah well i mean we're running into 37 minutes here already so i just want to wrap okay. up um and say you know obviously thank you so much um for coming on the podcast uh yeah, today it's been an absolute hope, pleasure hope it helped you know any any questions i hope they were answered yeah awesome yeah i mean you answered everything i wanted to know especially the burning question i had about the iron man's do you actually enjoy it while you're in it i just knew it (laughs) but yeah and if there's uh, anything so if people want to find you um you know on instagram or youtube where can they go to find you uh so it's jordan lloyd carter is my instagram so you can go on there and then obviously the same is on youtube and we have the carters renovate is the renovation page you know i'm always happy to answer any questions if you know dm me or whatever that's i'm always there to help so hopefully it inspires other people to do what i do yeah and i've got to actually say you do actually you're one of the only influencers that actually responds to like fans and people because i i messaged you maybe like um i don't know a year ago or something like that just about something completely unrelated yeah uh, to the podcast and and you you just you responded and i was just not expecting that um yeah. at all so i do encourage anyone Obviously, listening the bigger you get the harder it is to respond because yeah you, you get a lot more quick like lucy flipping hell she would just be up and sit there all day yeah <laughs> but you you try to respond as best you can because at the end of the day people relating to you so you know it's nice to interact with people yeah exactly exactly so yeah well yeah one last time just thanks so much for coming on um today man and um yeah anybody listening as well uh, you can head over to the 100kfreelanceclub.com website and you can sign up uh, for our free live masterclasses, or you can sign up for our pro comprehensive courses which you're definitely going to benefit from but uh once again um thanks for listening everybody and we will catch you in the next one